Hello and welcome to the Transforming You podcast. My name is Tori. I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, wife, cat mama, Jesus freak, and I am here to talk to you about all things overall wellness, whether it is exercise, food and nutrition, faith and spirituality, or mental health. I have got you covered, girl. Let's get going. Hey friends, welcome back to Transforming You. It's been a minute, so thank you for your patience with me and thank you for welcoming me back into your ears. Let's talk about how much water you really need to be drinking for your health and how to drink more water and what other drinks do or don't count towards hydration. So first of all, let's get clear on what water actually does for your body. According to Mayo Clinic, 50 to 70% of your body's weight is water. It's so much of our bodies because water is needed for every function in your body. Some examples are clearing out waste via urination, sweating, and bowel movements. Water regulates your temperature. It keeps your joints lubricated and helps provide cushion to them. It also maintains your electrolyte balance and blood pressure, and it protects other more sensitive tissues in your body. It is needed for every function. These functions start to suffer, and you'll see a change in your energy levels if you're even mildly dehydrated. So water is very, very important. So with that in mind, how much water do you actually need in a day? I remember for a long time, we were always told eight glasses a day, assuming that a glass is eight ounces, and sometimes it might be more, but assuming that it's eight ounces, that's only 64 ounces of water a day, which is not enough for most people. The U.S. National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine's recommendation is 15 and a half cups for men and 11 and a half cups for women. And that's with the assumption that about 20% of that intake will come from food, which leaves you roughly 74 ounces of water. I just calculated that for women because that's most of my audience. 74 ounces of water to drink a day. That is flexible person to person. So if you've heard half your body weight in ounces as a water goal, that tends to account for variations of each individual's water needs and might be easier to remember for day-to-day intake. Now, if you are training extra hard, like if you're an endurance runner or you're training for a bodybuilding competition, or if you live in a hot or high altitude climate, you'll need even more water than the half your body weight rule because you'll be losing more water through sweat and urination. So an even easier way to monitor your hydration and know whether you're drinking enough is watching the color of your pee. Sorry to go there, but it really is relevant. So hang with me for a sec. You don't necessarily want your urine to be clear. That could mean that you're creeping toward overhydration, but dark yellow means you're dehydrated. Generally, a pretty light yellow is where you want to be. If you know me, you know I don't love to spend a ton of time on like bathroom topics, but I do want to acknowledge the really cool ways that your body has of communicating what it needs. And not all of its communication is cute, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be aware of it. Of course, an obvious sign that you need to drink more is that you feel thirsty. However, only drinking to thirst probably will not get you enough water in your system, so it's good to have an idea of how much water you should be drinking and have that target to aim for. So what drinks count toward your water goal and how might you be able to get more water in? According to Harvard Health, and any beverage that contains water counts toward your hydration goal. You might have heard that caffeine is a diuretic and so coffee and tea don't count toward your water goal, but that actually is not true. First of all, a diuretic is not just something that makes you pee. A diuretic actually reduces your body's total fluid volume. So although coffee and tea do promote urination, they contain enough water to even things out and don't reduce your overall fluid volume. Basically, caffeine is not dehydrating. The same is actually true for alcohol as well, which is not to say that you should 
drink alcohol to stay hydrated. <laughs> now for your overall health. I still recommend the majority of your water count comes from just plain water. A 2016 study found in the Journal of Human Nutrition and Dietetics found that the participants in their study who drank more plain water took in less saturated fat, sugar, salt, and cholesterol compared to people who drink soda and things like that. If weight loss is something that you're working toward, drinking even one to three more cups of water per day decreased participants' calorie intake by 68 to 205 calories per day. The upper end of that range will give a nice little boost to your weight loss efforts if that's a goal of yours. So even though you can count coffee, tea, and soda in your water intake if you want to, you'd be avoiding unnecessary sugar, sodium, and calories by having just plain water instead. That doesn't mean you can never have those things, it just means not to drink them all day long. You might remember when we talked about the anti-inflammatory diet, I mentioned coffee and green tea being good anti-inflammatory drinks, so I'm definitely not going to tell you now that you shouldn't have those things at all. There's no reason to cut them out completely. Again, I would just make sure that you're drinking plain water too. Now, I had every intention of telling you that a little soda here and there is probably okay, but honestly, the longer I research, I can't really justify saying that. The biggest problem with soda is the sugar content. An average 12-ounce can of soda contains anywhere from 29 to 42 grams of sugar, which is 7 to 10 teaspoons. To put that in perspective, the Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends no more than 12 teaspoons of sugar a day, and the American Heart Association comes in even below that, recommending only 9 teaspoons of sugar per day. Going by their guidelines, if you drink one soda a day, everything else you eat should be whole foods, lean protein, fruits, veggies, etc., homemade by you because anything else would put you way over the upper range of that sugar goal. To me, that feels way more restrictive than just not drinking soda. Now, if you're thinking, but Tori, what does sugar even do to you? I'm so glad you asked. High sugar consumption, like you get with drinking a lot of soda, is linked to obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, kidney disease, non-alcoholic liver disease, gout, and tooth decay. And this is not a problem that can be solved by switching to diet sodas. The artificial sweeteners in those do the same things. I hate to recommend completely removing anything from your diet because I think that's how we get on the slippery slope of equating food choices with morality, and there's just no reason to do that. I also believe we're more than just our bodies, and we do need to account for the effects our diets have on our mental health. With that in mind, I'm not suggesting you never drink soda again if that's something that you really enjoy. I'm just telling you that you'll be healthier long-term, maintain your weight easier, and probably feel better longer the less of it you drink. So that was a very long explanation for why I don't like to include drinks like soda in a person's water count. But some other drinks that might help you get more fluids if you're not the biggest fan of plain water are sparkling water. It can be flavored, just avoid sweetened, or seltzer or other flavored water as long as it isn't sweetened. You could also do small amounts of fruit juice here and there. There's also no problem with adding fruit like lemon, watermelon, or berries to your water to give it a little flavor if it bothers you that water is flavorless. Mint leaves might also be a nice addition. Fruit, applesauce, and salads are also going to be foods that will have more water in them. And so eating those will sneak more water into your system without actually drinking it if that's a struggle of yours. So that is all for this week. Please let me know what you thought of today's episode by DMing me on Instagram at transformingupod or at Coach Tori Lane. As always, my sources for this episode are in the show notes, and I would love to hear from you if there are any topics that you would like to hear more about in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining me on Transforming You today. 
I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. And I would love to hear from you at Transforming You Pod on Instagram or at Coach Tori Lane is my coaching account. I would just love to hear your input, your thoughts, episode topic suggestions. If you have any questions or if you are interested in a one-on-one coaching program, please never hesitate to reach out. I'll talk to you soon, girl.